Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of the Diz Explorers Podcast, where each week we explore the many avenues of the great Disney universe. And speaking of universes, this week we're diving head on into the Marvel Universe. So the first thing I'm going to say is this is a spoiler full I don't know if it's it's not necessarily going to be a review of the movie, I, or maybe it is. It's just going to be our the four of us have seen it, and we've been literally bursting at the seams to talk about this for the past week because we were waiting on Jessica. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, so we are... Uh, I'm going to apologize in advance if it's kind of scatterbrained. We do have kind of a plan, but you know how that generally goes with us. So bear with us if we're kind of all over the place. And uh, once again, before we start, I'm going to say this is spoiler full. We are not, um, you know, we're going to talk about the whole movie and kind of what we think and and plot twists and this, that, and the other thing and try to kind of understand what the hell we all just watched. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I guess first thought, general thoughts before... Uh, we dive into it. I'm assuming everybody loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, we were kind of chatting before we started about how the, uh, how the theaters were that, that we were in. And it seemed that everybody had a little bit of a different experience as far as, uh, how the, how the fans were in the, in the theater, you know, whether they cheered and laughed and, or if you just kind of had a, uh, kind of dormant audience that just kind of sat there with their, jaws in their laps but um as we get to various parts of the movies uh, i guess we'll play that in you know if everybody cheered or laughed and stuff like that in the theaters but so i don't know i mean that opening i, I mean right off the bat they like they didn't screw around with this movie at all like it it was i don't know i feel like i mean i brought i my, feel like the second you walked out of Ragnarok, you could have walked into Infinity War and been yes, like it was seamless. And it was, and it was not the way you would have wanted it to start either. I mean, I no. you know it's it was you know the massacre of the Asgardians for the most part. Only half of them. Only half, right? I'm gonna assume Valkyrie's okay. Well, and Korg. Yeah. Well, I'm not even. I'm not convinced that Loki's really gone either because. It's Loki. I mean, can he no, really? He's it, died before and he's come back. Yeah, right? but he hasn't died at somebody else's hand, really. 
I mean, you've... And he even... And Thanos made that comment, no resurrections this time. Yes, he did. Well, I mean... Even with the time stone, though, and the... It's true. See... See, nothing... I don't want to jump ahead. I'm sorry. I know. No, I know. Well, I mean, that seems to be the the overwhelming theme of people I've talked to in a general sense on, on the interwebs, if you would, that... Knowing that there's a second movie, that there is these two stones, the reality stone and the time stone, and all the characters that turn to dust towards the end, which we will get to later on, how is there not just a giant reset button at some point during the next movie that everybody comes back for this final battle? And then I'm sure there are characters that will be finally, like, permanently dead as far as this series goes. But as for now, I mean, when sure, when, when the movie's over and everything happened, you're like, oh holy crap i mean what what, you know really but then when you sit and let it process and you kind of read stuff about it you're like okay i guess you know it's not as bad maybe but then again you never know because i didn't expect anything that happened in this whole movie and i'm not as well i'm not as well versed as everybody else with the i just started on this with this marvel stuff you know within the last six months so i have still have some catching up to do but i i mean i just was like holy crap (laughs) <laughs> you know, and I, I had just watched, rewatched Ragnarok a few nights before because that's probably my favorite one so far, and it was good to just revisit and get a little more background on it. Um, yeah, and like Adrian said, it picks right up where Ragnarok left off. I mean, you're you're on the 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 ship that Loki had stolen to free all the rest of the Asgardians from Hela, and uh, yeah, he just uh, beats the hell out of Thor and traps him and kills his, I see now I don't know about you guys see I saw it in IMAX and then and 3D which the 3D part I probably didn't need to deal with but I'd never done it so I just wanted to but the IMAX with the sound when he squeezed Loki's neck like you literally heard like the last breath and like the yes. and I was like whoa okay it was that's intense. even scarier than Darth Vader <laughs> okay but before we talk about like Loki dying his getting to use that callback line in the We Have a Thor. Yes. Which is what Iron Man said to him. Yes. Right? In the first Avengers. I love that. I and believe he looks almost so, yes. gleeful that being able to say that. Say that, yes. And I knew going into this movie, I was as spoiler free as possible, except Me too. for Loki. And that's just because every the speculation that I had read said that all of the promotional materials that had been released the only scenes of loki were in that one scene oh nothing from him and anything else gotcha okay so i was like okay yes and plus i love tom hiddleston so it's probably yeah i mean that's my first time hearing of him in these movies but i do like the character i do like loki i think uh he's a good Well, he's uh, great in ragnarok and if he was your first kind of introduction to him no i've seen no, because I saw the first Avengers, and I did oh, yeah. see pretty much almost of the first Thor. So I knew of him from the first Avengers movie. And he was kind of more of a prick in that one, but he definitely yeah. was a lot better in Ragnarok. Yeah. And so you got this, and I feel like this is... Okay. I love this movie, Infinity War, for so many reasons, but it was like I wasn't prepared for it because in all the previous Marvel movies, yeah, bad things happen, but they never felt like dark films. Right. But this one started out completely different. And where Ragnarok finally got you to have that relationship between Thor and Loki that maybe you kind of always hoped that they would have. Mm-hmm. And then Thor's last words to Loki were, you really are the worst brother. Brother, yeah, I know. 
<laughs> oh my god! Like, I was like, okay, this movie is ready to kill me emotionally, physically, yeah. and spiritually. I understand now. Like, I'm just gonna sit back and Seriously. die on yeah. the inside. Yeah, it was it was crazy, and I had taken my daughter who was 11 and a, a friend of hers who was who was also 11, and I was like, okay, maybe this wasn't. <laughs> the greatest idea in the world. I mean, they've seen all the other. My daughter's seen almost pretty much the same ones I have. She did go to see Black Panther with some uh, with another friend from school, but I, where I did not. But uh, her friend, he's seen all of them, so he he knows the whole deal. But I was like, wow. I mean, I didn't get too many questions on the way out, which was good. But <laughs> nobody's woken up with any nightmares, to my knowledge, yet. You're doing good then. Okay, so we had talked about how we were going to kind of go stone by stone. Yeah. Did it, was anybody else bothered that they just kind of totally blew by Xandar and getting the power stone? Yeah, I guess. Like all of a sudden he just had it? He just had Did it. I'm, right. Like it was assumed that like there was no talk about what, the war or the, anything. Right. Like it's kind of like he just swooped down and took it from them and, did his thing and left, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it was very, that was very, uh, very vague. Yeah, just all of a sudden he, he had a gauntlet and he had a stone and we said, okay, right. come along for the ride. Well, we learn about how the gauntlet was made later on. But, later on. Um, so I guess it's funny though, because it was, you know, also it's in Ragnarok as one of Odin's treasures. So I guess that's the other one. That's the other hand. The gauntlet? Yeah. Yeah, because he, Hella knocks it over and says fake. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. She's so she good in awesome. that movie. She is so good in that movie. Um, and so Loki had gotten the Tesseract, had stolen the Tesseract. Right, at the end Whenever of Ragnarok. Whenever he had gone down there to get the Ragnarok horns. Yes. Right? Yep. He stole it and had it, and that's, of course, what made Thor say you really are the worst brother. The worst brother, brother. right, right. Like once again, you got once us. again, yeah, you got us in trouble, and literally got yourself killed this time. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, so he gets the first two within the first eight minutes of the movie, pretty much. Right. Yeah, because that scene. Yeah, and I wondered the same thing as you said before. I was like, damn it, what they didn't show. I guess neither one of them are integral to this movie, but I liked both of those characters. The Valkyrie girl, who I don't know, remember what her name was. And uh, I think and, they just call her Valkyrie, and, right? Does she have another name? No, they. I, the Grandmaster had a name for her. Um, and Korg, who I liked that dude. He was a great secondary character. Korg was awesome. He was so awesome. He was really, really cool. So, Side note, did you know that that was the director? I did because I read it, <laughs> but yeah. I did not during the movie. But I read that in an article, I think, either today or yesterday. I had just learned that as well, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I, I don't so know. Anyway, so anyway, I hope he's good. Yeah, I hope I hope they're both okay. <laughs> they, they were the half that, you know, that survived. Um, side note again, there is a funny clip, uh, I believe it's on YouTube, with, and I don't know what the name of it is. If I find it, I'll put it in the show notes because somebody sent it to me. It's, it's called uh, My New Roommate, and it's the Grandmaster <laughs> and Daryl, who was Thor's roommate. Thor's roommate? Yes. And it's about an eight-minute thing because the Grandmaster is now living on Earth in Daryl's house with him and his wife. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. 
my god jeff goldblum is a flipping genius he you have to look it's on youtube so you have to look at it is it is literally the funniest thing i i laughed for eight minutes because it's so it's just ridiculous on every level but it's so fitting and it's like a great little sidebar of what happened to him after you know sakar went you know under <laughs> belly up so yeah, yeah. so anyway <laughs> So after that scene, I think that's when some, so I'm trying to think of what the next scene is before this, before the next stone comes. Do we get to okay, so which characters Himdall, come into play? Okay, so Heimdall sends Hulk to Earth, right? And he basically oh, that's right. lands into Doctor Strange's house. Yes, that's right. And then Where Strange and Wong are arguing Hulk over, again. yeah, and, <laughs> They're arguing over takeout or something, right? Yeah, right. Like over who has cash to go to the deli. That's right. That's right. And another, so, he's another great side character, Wong. I liked him from the Doctor Strange movie. He was pretty cool. Yeah, he was yeah. good. He's got dry humor, which yes. I really like. Which is good. Well, so does uh, Doctor Strange's humors. I mean, Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch is kind of like that, too. There's nothing, you know, nothing over the top. It's just kind of like... Uh, he and Tony played off each other, I thought, really well. That abs- dynamic was really good. Absolutely. And the only thing and that the, the only two that played not, maybe not better together, but that I was really looking forward to, which I could have watched for a long time, was was Tony and Star Lord because it's like two arrogant. We are the best people in the world. Like going to each like they canceled each other out, but it was still funny. <laughs> yeah, I liked Thor and Star Lord just because Thor oh, didn't, didn't notice it at all. It went right, <laughs> right. over his head, and it was that... making him crazy. Because Tony, you knew they were gonna give each other crap, but right. Thor just. Went right over his head. When, <laughs> when Star Lord was trying to imitate him, and Drax was like, "Does your voice get deeper?" And that whole scene, I was the only person laughing in the theater because and I couldn't laugh stop. out loud. Hilarious. Yes, that was fantastic. All right, which is something that I wanted to mention too about this movie. I love that it was hilarious. Right, it was super dark and super funny all at the same time, but none of the humor felt forced. I didn't no, think. not at all. Because they've developed these characters so yes. well that that's exactly how they would react. In I those totally, situations. totally agree. Which, which to me, in that respect, puts it above even the, any other the, superhero movie. Well, any like, other any other sequels movies. That's like that puts it above to me. Like some even some of the pirates movies and a lot of those characters. Like other than Jack and and Barbosa, who play awesome off each other, all the rest of the characters, it was it was always weird because it was new characters every movie. And even the same for Star Wars. Like, it was... Some of it was kind of odd. I mean, it was... Even though some of it was good, it was just like, eh, they really pushed to try to get laughs out of this. But these... Right. They, I, 100%, it was so fluid, and it was like... Like, yeah. of course, that would, that's what Star-Lord is going to say to him. Of yeah. course, that's how he's going to react. Absolutely. And, of course, Drax is going to call him out of a, you know? Yeah, like, well, you know, Captain Obvious, it's, you know, everything's literal. I will say, <laughs> we're not there yet. God, we keep getting ahead of, but I can't stop myself. The only time I did feel like it was strange and forced was Peter, Quills, and Gamora's interaction, where they suddenly confessed their love for each other. Yeah, like, that was weird. That I was felt weird. like... Uh, Vision and Wanda's was much more believable than theirs, which is super weird because I thought yeah. Vision and Wanda never made sense. But their right. whole, because they weren't so dramatic about it or right. in your face about it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, this is a relationship that's been going on for years. They just didn't let us know. Right. 
Whereas Gamora and Peter, I feel like they've been building it up for their two movies. Right. And then all of a sudden it was, it was there. Okay. I yeah. love you more than life. What? Exactly. The only better yeah. part, the only thing that was great about that is it led into the whole, that whole Drax part with yeah. him standing there. <laughs> I'm so still, you can't see me. He's trying to eat those nuts or whatever. <laughs> Stupid. Oh gosh, I love Drax. <laughs> like you think his stick would get annoying after a while, but it right. really doesn't. But it doesn't because the writing is so good. Because it's the same yeah. stuff from the other two movies. It's just the way it's integrated and what the hell is going on. Oh man, yeah. For as dark and uh, heavy as the movie was, the humor definitely, like you said, Adrian, I didn't, it wasn't forced. It was, it was. There was just the right amount of it, I think, and in the spots that it needed to to have right. it. Because in the parts that were serious and when crap was really going down, it was like, okay, we're, we're trying, you know what I mean? There was no, you know, kind of no nonsense. They were trying to do what right. they had. Cause, just because of the severity of the situations. But, yeah, definitely. So there was... Right, a so Hulk lands in with Strange. Yep. And then Strange calls, calls Tony? Tony, yes. Okay. Yep, cause, and, and then Tony and Spider-Man? Spider-Man's, like, on a field trip. Oh, he's on a field trip, and his, he gets his right, spidey sense. Right, spidey sense. So, and so he, he goes to hang out, too. Right, he goes along for the ride there, and then there's that whole thing with... So they're fighting over the time stone, but <clears throat> right. I, I did want to point out that I loved... I, I love Benedict Cumberbatch, but I don't love him as strange. It's, like, the only role of his that I'm like, ugh, his act. <laughs> His accent doesn't quite work, I don't think, and it kind of pulls me out for a while. But anyway, okay. I, 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 you knew it was important when he talked to Tony and basically said, "You and the kid, you're dead. The time stone is more important." Oh, absolutely. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So we have. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I was thinking about too. I kept expecting a cutscene later where Doctor Strange was gonna. Was he one of the ones that disappeared at the end? Yes. Yes. Okay. The only person gonna, left on Titan. I can remember. Is, uh, it was Tony. Tony. Okay. Because I thought maybe he didn't, and then I kept expecting a scene at the end where he'd show up to Ant Man or Hawkeye or something and say, "Like we have to talk," because clearly him giving up his stone was that only. Because remember he said there were like a million scenarios and there was only yeah. one, one where they could win. Right. So I was convinced the one where he gives him the stone is the only, only one, one way to win where right, they win. Right. Right. I so I kept expecting that. him to show up and say, okay, this my plan is still working, but then he disappeared, so yeah. that's out the window, so, never mind. The two theories I've read on that are that, one, he did see that. You had to give up the time stone. You had to lose in order to win. To win, right. And then the other theory I read was that it's all hinges on Tony, that it wasn't necessarily giving up the stone. It was Tony needed to be alive. Uh, which makes sense, because I think that's kind of what I've heard will be you know in the next movie coming up will he'll have a big factor in i guess like you know the right. fi the final thing so yeah both of those kind of make sense yeah it was whatever yeah when he when he tried to do the whole jump ahead to the future thing it was like yeah whatever like 14,000 <laughs> bad endings and one good one yeah right yeah <laughs> yeah cuz he was he was really too he gave it up very quickly mm -hmm. like that like that whole that whole sequence on Titan bothered me because it was after. Oh no, that was this was later. That was later on after he came back with the Soul Stone, because that's when Mantis had him, uh, and like they almost had the gauntlet off, and then 
Star-Lord came back and ruined the whole thing. <laughs> right, so I'm trying to remember how the Guardians got to Titan. But was that... Well, they split up. So when when after when the Guardians entered into the movie, that's when they met up with Thor because he crashed into right, their spaceship. So they decide to... They make the plan, and Thor and the rabbit, <laughs> Rocket, <laughs> and Groot <laughs> go, are going to head to the foundry... Uh, I to believe forge or, the new to forge killing thing, right? Because Rocket wants to get a big weapon, and Groot comes along because he's teenage angst Groot, and the right. others are, I guess, I don't remember how they find their way to Titan. Maybe Gamora knows, or or she was said that's where he's going to be, or that's she had something I think to to do with that, and so that's when they meet up all there. Okay. Um, oh, hang on. Um, my. Poor Wikipedia just reminded me. Okay. Spidey sense is tingling. Right. Right. So we are clearly have gone off on how we're supposed to be doing the stones. But yeah. so they get. <laughs> he's working on the reality stone, which I think is one of the best scenes in the whole movie when they go to the collector to check yes. on that stone. Yes. And, um, you know, and there's this constructed reality that it's been destroyed. No. That it's all still together, that it's right? All, right, right, right. Yes. And Gamora thinks that she kills Thanos. And then, you know, that's like I said when we were in the theater and I elbowed my husband. I was like, oh, crap. No, he has it already. He's constructed this reality. Right. And um, so Thanos gets Gamora. But Nebula, is she? Oh, yeah, that's right. Something Nebula. about Nebula. Yep. She... She was on the ship with Gamora and Thanos, right? Because he had her deconstructed. Yes. Yep. Which was really creepy. That was very... Ugh, that was oh, gross. Man. That was very strange. Very, very strange. strange. Like, he was torturing like, her, he... trying to find out where the Soul Stone was. Right. Because he had had a recording of them talking about it or something like that. I don't remember what it, what it was, because he thought that they were lying to him about where it was. That's why he wanted Gamora to go with him to Vormer. Right. Yeah, but the whole ne and then Nebula ends up getting away. How does she? Oh, right. She he reconstructs her and then she kills the guard. She right? kills the guard. Yes. And then hooks back up with the rest of the guardians. She ends up hooking up, and that's right, how they that's end right. up going to Titan. That's right. That's how they end up going to Titan. Right. Right. Does she disappear right. at the end? No, she doesn't. Right. Where does she go? I need a list of who disappeared and who didn't, because I can't keep it straight. I can't either. Yeah, I don't remember. I think she. St I think she didn't, which would make sense. Not that Thanos gets but to I pick who stays her. and goes, but Do yeah, I, I don't. I don't remember, remember her on the whole like let's try to steal the gauntlet away from him. She plant. wasn't. She wasn't there for that. I don't know. Maybe she escapes and she doesn't meet up with everybody else. I don't remember her in any battle. No, she does, because she shows up and they... I don't remember what the hell he does with her. He doesn't kill her. I don't remember. Oh, oh, okay. She's the one that tells Peter that Thanos killed her. Killed Gamora. Oh, right. that's right. When he first got there, right. Does that's she right. get... Does she go to Earth with Thanos? I don't remember her after that. I don't remember what happens to Maybe her Maybe she disappears. That. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Um... Either. But 
So let's talk a little bit about Thanos and Gamora and yeah. Red Skull. Oh, just as a side note, a lot of people are speculating that Nebula will be the main villain in Avengers 4. Listen, if Nebula doesn't kill Thanos, I will be severely disappointed. I know. At this point, she right. deserves it. <laughs> she's been because she's been after him since you know Guardian, the end of Guardians two. Like she, I mean, she had body parts ripped out and reassembled, and yeah. then he used her as a pawn against the preferred sister again. Like, come right. on! Oh, I know, I know. She totally deserves it. Absolutely. But all right, so Thanos and Gamora, what did y'all think? It was very odd. Like I never, I'm glad they showed how he became, she her became dad. her, yeah, his daughter, so to speak. And that was like a brutal scene too. I was like, oh man, I'm gonna have to explain this to the kids later on. You know, it was like, wow, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty. Like the visuals, even though it was kind of in the background, but and I knew that that's what he had done. But the fact that they showed it multiple times, like wherever he went i was like wow man this dude is like a genocidal maniac it's like uh it it reminded me of when i first saw revenge of the sith in the theater and they had anakin go and start slaughtering younglings i was like i was like wow they went there and and showed you so okay you know yeah (laughs) yeah i was like alrighty then um you know that's when he gave her that that i guess that little double-edged spear thing is what housed the stone Right? Is that what the reality had the reality mm. stone in it? Wait. When, no. When... No. The reality stone was with the collector. Right? Not the reality. Oh, right. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I kept thinking her double edged thing was going to have a stone in it, but that's I don't why... think. Because it kind of looked it was like just it, right? There for like poetic justice. Like he gave it to her to talk about the balancing, and then he she tried to kill him with it. No, right. And she right. tried to yeah, kill yeah, herself yeah. with it. Right. Well, I just thought that little the little red thing was a stone in it because right because I thought that was the, the secret that she was keeping from Peter. Oh, gotcha. So what the hell was the secret then? I totally that missed that. She knew then. where the soul oh, stone was. Oh, that she was. knew where it was. Okay, all right, that went totally over my head. Oh, righty then. <laughs> yeah. So, I am glad that they showed some flashbacks to Thanos, and I'm also very impressed with how multifaceted they made him yes like his whole murdering half the galaxy universe thing was like he could almost convince you with that argument he <laughs> like, almost yeah you're right <laughs> you know you're like you're right i was we thinking about that today <laughs> I, I was thinking about that today as i was driving i was like you know people on this road he's uh <laughs> he's not half wrong i don't think and then i was like ah wait a minute no that's that's not right <laughs> you can't just yeah. you can't, who's he and then i was like no no no, he's wrong who's he to decide who's good and who's bad you know what i mean who stays and who goes like i get the point of it but it's still not right <laughs> right right <laughs> but so i'm and so i'm glad that they showed the flashbacks to see where he came from because his home planet of titan was destroyed by overpopulation right and the interactions with young gamora <sighs> So that you did see that there was a relationship there because all we've seen was how much Gamora hated him. Him, right. And you didn't know why other than a little bit when in Guardians 2 when they talked, when Nebula would talk, talked about how much every time she lost, he would she he would try to make her better by replacing right. another part of her body. So other than that, you never really knew why. I think Gamora says once or twice maybe that how he took her from her home but there yeah. was another never any other explanation beyond that Mm-mm. 
So but yeah. once Peter and Gamora kissed, I was like, yeah, she's a goner. Yeah. Like I never, she wasn't even anywhere near my list of people to be worried about she in this movie until me that neither. Until that happened. And, and then once he brought, when he said he had to bring her to the planet. Yeah. That's, and I had no idea that that was going to be how it was going to be done, like a soul for a soul. But I was like, nah, she's not coming out of here. So I was prepared for it before it was, ha- like, I started to prepare myself for it as that scene was unfolding. I was like, damn it, this sucks because I really like her as yeah. a character. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn it, how can they have a Guardians 3? And then they're. Well, because it happens before Infinity War. I hope Does so. It? I, don't, I don't think so. Doesn't sound like it's it. That's what everybody's saying. Oh, really? Well, I popular theory from what I've read is that she's still alive. Yes, her that's soul what I is in the soul stone. Is in the soul stone, correct. So while her physical body may be gone, she still is alive in spirit of some sort. So right. she still because may have Because of the scene at the end where he or is it right immediately after? No, it's after he gets the sixth stone. It's after he gets the mind stone, right? Is when he goes to that peaceful place and he's talking right. to yes. Him. yes. And she asks him, you know, was what, it worth it? Yeah. Or was what the, did she have to sacrifice or whatever? Right, right. Yes. Yes, that's right. It's right before the that's the end scene before the credits. Yeah, because the bonus scene is is something else. So yeah. it's like something else, all right. What I thought was that that was after he got everything, because it's the soul stone that seems to be the most important of the six. I believe so. Because it requires the most sacrifice to acquire. Right, to acquire, right, right. correct. That, that that there could be an exchange for a soul for a soul again, it, essentially. It could be, yeah. I'm sure anything's possible. I but, and, I and, and, the, and the whole red skull thing, like that as like a grim reaper type like i don't know much back any backstory on the red skull or why he i kind of figured it was him but i wasn't positive until i you know kind of researched it when i got home or the next day and i'd heard other people talking about it so but i still don't know what his deal was like how he i know he kind of explained how he ended up there because he tried searching for it too but he was trapped there so i didn't get all of that either but Maybe it yeah, didn't. I didn't. That's the whole part I didn't understand is how did I've only how did Red the, Skull end up in the middle of this? The first Captain America once, and it's you haven't been a really seen long the second. No, I've still never seen Winter Soldier. Yeah, I haven't either. Red Skull was in the first one, right? He was right. in the first Avenger, right? So, like, and I they, knew he was the bad guy. Yeah, and they don't oh talk about him in the second one. Yeah, other than with the creepy little guy. So how was he defeated in that movie, in the first Avenger? Because that's what he talked about. Like, he thought he was dead, but instead he found himself transported there. Right. Yeah, that's what he did say that. Yeah, I don't remember, because I only saw it once as well. Yeah, I don't remember that one. But... Grab the Tesseract out of the jet? He tried to pick the Tesseract up, if I remember right. Okay. Okay. I just remember there being lots of fire, and right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I rewatched the uh, the first. Yeah. Oh, oh. sorry. I was. I think it, he gets sucked into space, doesn't he? Oh. When he picks up, he picks up. I'm trying to remember the movie. I think he picked up the tesseract, and when he picked it up, there was like this hole that opened, and he got like sucked into outer space, and that's why the plane caught on fire or something. So Steve had to crash it. I'm, I think that he kind of got like pulled out into cyberspace. Oh, uh, and ended up on that planet. And then that must have been I when guess. he went to that planet. Hmm. 
Interesting. interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. See if they <coughs> have anything else with him in the next one or another movie. I don't know. I don't know who else he usually who else he interacts with. The only thing that made me sad is that he wasn't played by Hugo Weaving in this movie. And I just that I don't know. That was just sad. I know it was like three minutes of screen time. Right. But you know. Yeah, he basically dissolved into a white light after holding uh, the Tesseract after it was hit by Captain America's shield. So he was so focused so he on got getting sucked into another place, probably. So, so his own form be... of torture is the fact that he's going to always be close to one of the Infinity Stones, but never be able to right. own it. Exactly. Right. That's what it seemed like, yeah. Because he knew exactly where it was, but it seemed like he had no... I guess you would need a soul to do it, but you know he had no way or... And someone that he loved more than anything. Right, I guess that's what... Yeah, right. I know, they had they had Thanos with tears coming down his face. I was like, you bastard. That was <laughs> weird. That was awesome, that was, though. It was awesome, because it, it brought a little bit of a... It took a little bit of the maniacalness. I know that's not a word, like, mm-hmm. out of him. Like, for that moment, I was like, wow, this dude is, like, he's, he's struggling with this, but you know he's going to do it. <laughs> but, right. you know, he's not just, a, he's not, you know, like... He he is. I know he's not human, but there is a little bit of emotion in there. So I'm like, clearly, clearly, he cared for her in some way, right? Um, otherwise, it would. I always wondered, like, if it was going to work because, right? In my head, I was thinking, is does he really love her? Does he love the idea of her? You know what I mean? Like, right. what counts? Because he clearly didn't care for her and her well being. No, not at all. You know, so mm. I, but I mean, it worked. Yeah, for no, this definitely. movie universe. Yeah, yeah. It, it, Right, right, yeah. It, it was an, it was all the emotion I needed to see. It didn't need yeah. to go any further than that. Um, all right, so immediately after that, they go. He goes after the time stone again. He tries for right because at this point, his I think Tony and Spider Man had because Doctor Strange had gotten captured and he was he was being tortured right. by Ebony Maw on one of the donuts. Right, um, I could barely watch that with the needles. The needle, right, right. That was yeah. that was that, that dude was pretty powerful uh, secondary villain guy. Yeah, he um, was. He was creepy too. He was very he creepy. Like... Yeah. Well, he was. You know, he had just the same amount of arrogance as you know. He was like nobody. You know, he's like I'm. Same thing. He was like I'm more powerful than anything anybody can throw at me. And he kind of was. Like he was always. But no, like sniveling to Thanos. It was interesting. Oh yeah. See yeah. that dichotomy. Like he's so powerful in his own right, right but he was still Yes. Like such a kiss yep. butt. Yep. But so, okay. So can we talk about Peter Parker and how amazing he is? That dude is good. I like I like this kid as Spider Man. He's awesome. And again, it was another one of those things where I know he's had his home standalone movie, but I haven't seen it yet. So Me my neither. only my only knowledge of him is from this movie and from Civil War. Yep, me too. <laughs> and but everything that came out of his mouth felt natural. It was hilarious. It's like, oh, we're going with fake names. It's okay, fantastic. I'm Spider-Man. I know. Yeah, yeah like, we're going with our. Yeah. Oh, so we're going with our made-up names. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. And his timing, like as an actor, his timing is impeccable. Yeah, because he's good. He's good. Oh, and then even while he's on the bus, I need a distraction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know he tells his yeah, that's right, he tells his buddy. Yeah. And then of course Stan Lee's driving the bus. Yeah. Oh my god, that was fabulous. That was great. I we're, we're, he was gonna be. <laughs> we were talking before about how we were kind of skeptical, or at least I was kind of skeptical about like maybe these people aren't really gone or whatever. So I wasn't that emotional watching it. I thought I'd be really upset. But the one part that really got me was Spider Man when he started saying, I don't want to oh go. Gosh. Oh he is really good. 
it's really me. good. Really good. That, and I can't remember if we talked about this before either, but I loved that he and Mantis, the only ones with kind of like a otherworldly sense of things. Yes. Were yeah. The ones who knew that something was wrong as they started to disintegrate and almost had a warning. Right, right, right. Oh. And all I'm picturing is one, how is Tony Stark going to get back to Earth? And two, how is he going to tell Aunt May if she's still there? Right. Like, yeah, who knows? Yeah, I don't know how that's all going to play out, that kind of stuff. Is Pepper still there, or do we think she disappeared? Because that could be a very big motivator for him to find that time stone himself. and go back or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, they didn't show anything with her at all after that. I know there's mm -hmm. so many people that are up in the air. All right, so we touched on earlier, but he gets the time stone because Strange sacrifices it in return for Tony's life. Yep. Which happens after the big plan with that Star Lord had to just like yank the gauntlet off of him, and of course, and he then he, the one that screws it up, and then because... he ruined it. Yeah, because he started because that made me crazy. I know, I know that drives okay, me, and I like Star Lord as a what character. What were they but... gonna do? They were gonna take the gauntlet off of him and then kill him. He's still a pretty powerful dude. Right. I don't know what they were gonna what the like, what next the stage would have been after try to pull the stones out of it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, know. I, I, don't. I mean, it was a good plan, but it wasn't fully fleshed out. Before we move on to the next time stone, can I just say, because since we talked about uh, the, the needle scene and everything, how awesome was the uh, another Spider-Man old school movie reference to uh, to, to kill El Ebony Maw? Oh, <laughs> you know, with the, with the whole alien. alien with the whole alien thing, you know, <laughs> shoot a hole in this side of the ship so the vacuum sucks him out. That was freaking fantastic. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. That and was what did cool. Tony say? Something like the kid knows his movies or yeah, something? something like that. Yeah, yeah, he had some some remark. Yeah. And how about that suit that he made him? That thing was pretty That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. For spider. Yeah, that was pretty awesome with the with the spider legs that the mechanical legs that came out of it. That that was pretty badass. Okay. So, again, before we go to the last stone, we briefly touched on Thor and making the new oh, yes. weapon. Okay, did anybody know Peter Dinklage was going to be in that movie? Because I did not. I had yes. no idea. They had mentioned it. Like, I remember seeing him at, like, red carpet, like, yeah. events for the movie. But I just, I guess I didn't put it together in my brain. So there seeing was a 20-foot-tall dwarf yeah, there was right. a blurb Peter Dinklage. About, there was a blurb about... <laughs> Two months ago, that he was going to play a part, a bit part in the movie. That was and a the fact great. That it I don't was think essentially... we thought he was going to be twenty times the size of everybody. Else. <laughs> so I kind mean, of a little role reversal there, but yeah, exactly. And he was essentially his character from Game of Thrones. Like it was the same Basically. accent, same hair. He was Tyrion, and so that was another like one of the only other parts of the movie where I was kind of taken out for a second. Cause I was like, <laughs> why is drunk Tyrion on my screen? <laughs> because for game of Thrones, there were like two solid seasons there where he was drunk and depressed. So it was, it was seamless <laughs> for me. I was like, hey. That was a great, I liked that. The, the Thor and rocket stuff together was fantastic. It all was of it, fantastic. All and of it I love awesome. how rocket never, to him for calling him rabbit. No, that's what I was Never. like. Is is so now is Thor like his new uh Yandu figures? Like is that his new like buddy? Maybe. Cuz him and Yandu were like were like tight in that last movie towards the end cuz yeah. you know, it's like the first time you saw Rocket get emotional. And Rocket gave him an eye. That's right. I was like, "Oh, you know if he's giving up a prosthetic body part 
that yeah, he must funny. actually care for him. Rocket had some good. St- he, I mean, there was too many characters to focus on all of them, you know, because like in the Guardians movie, right. he clearly has the best humor stuff for the most part. But I mean, he had some great lines, like when he when they're on Wakanda and he's and and Bucky's there and he's like, "How much for the gun? So, I'm not giving you my gun. How about the arm? You can't have my he arm." He's like, off. and he walks I'm off. He's like, it. "I'm gonna get that arm." <laughs> <laughs> Because that was, a, there were some good scenes too. Because then weren't they like, weren't they latched on together? Wasn't him and Bucky and they oh, were both Bucky firing? Picked up. Bucky, Bucky picks him up, and, picked him up, and, and they're just, just swinging around. in circles, and they're both fire. Yeah, that was great too. It was fabulous. But speaking of Thor and Rocket, at the beginning of the movie, I thought they had a really great scene together, where Thor really kind of contemplates his what has happened to him yes. over the past few weeks. And I mean, I love Chris Hemsworth, obviously, but he knocked that out of the park. Oh, absolutely! That was fantastic. Because yeah. I like when he was spouting all that off, and I, and even I was like, I was like, oh man, wow, yes, that's dude's been through <laughs> Your a last lot. It's really sucks. It's been terrible. And Rocket, like, who you would think would just be like, way way, suck it up, was just like, I feel you, man. Or you know, he's like, yeah. you know, or whatever his line was, but he was like totally on board. So I think that's why. Uh, why characterally they both kind of it makes sense that they kind of like got together along together bit. right yeah and that whole back to what you started to say about that whole scene when they got to the foundry and it was shut down and thor didn't understand why and they had to get it going again and he's making rockets spin him around in circles and try to get it going and <laughs> you know and then holding then, it open that i the, thought he was good photography and everything about oh, that man. scene was fabulous at first, I'm like, why? I was like, I was like, Thor. I was like, this dude can do like, and I'm like, I forget that like he's a superhero, but he's he's a god, so he yeah. really does have that next level of not immortality, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, like the end of Ragnarok, like his sister straight up like has a knife in his back at right. that yeah. last scene before he calls the thunder for this for the second time in the movie. Like, he's pretty much gone he's got no eye he's got a giant dagger sticking out of his back and she's ready to you know slit his throat and throw him over the edge of the the throne room (laughs) like and it's the same thing here he's like you know his ship gets blown up as he's hugging his dead brother and he's thanos like dragging him around by the hair essentially at the beginning of the movie and then yeah he's you know again like you said he's lost his eye he's gone through all this stuff and then you just see him like come back to form like that scene reminded me of in Ragnarok when he called like when he realized he was god of thunder not right. god of hammers you right. know that, like, I'd love that's a great scene <laughs> are you called Thor god of hammers <laughs> <laughs> but it's like he's watching his evolution from the first Thor to oh, this absolutely movie. he's such has, a better character it's a he's my favorite favorite marvel character after me, this movie me too absolutely me too 100 I mean, percent. his no develop- offense captain america is awesome don't get me wrong yeah but his but thor's i, I no, 100 agree with you his <laughs> as much as he's my favorite thor definitely gets the mvp award for this movie because <laughs> yeah well his I mean, development is far like captain america is going backwards he seems like he's turning taking a dark turn for me because it, it's hard because he is my favorite but i kind of feel like he's I don't know if stagnating is the right word or he's becoming too much of a character of a type where at first, I mean, I know he has to fit into this rigid right versus wrong, good versus evil, whatever. But But I loved how he kind of 
like shut that down this movie he was basically he did. like yeah, yeah y'all suck move out of the way we got grown yeah. up in, in infinity war he's Pretty starting much. to come back right. around but especially like the second of uh, the age of ultron and civil war i was just getting really annoyed with him because it was so yeah, just over and it. over the yeah, yeah, same me too. thing and you're like dude but no he's coming back my baby's coming back yeah i couldn't in, in civil war I, I couldn't stand him in civil war i was like what a jackass i was like shut up <laughs> well don't get used to him because you know he still has to die yeah no i know, I, I know, I know. <laughs> and you will have to help me through my grief process i was gonna say jessica's gonna mourn for like two solid months we're, that's what we're here for year. <laughs> that's what we're here for so so back to the foundry scene because it's probably one of my favorite moments in the movie like uh, I can't think of the uh, the proper. So they make the axe verbiage right. for it when he makes the axe. Okay, so it's great, it's dramatic. He's trying to hold the thing open long enough to melt everything, and it's very the cinematography's great, and the everything's going. So he makes the thing, falls out, and Peter Dinklage character. I don't remember what his name was in the movie. He's like, oh, <laughs> the handle. I gotta find the handle, and you see like. Groot finally is like paying attention to what the hell's going on because he's whatever teenage Groot walking around with, usually not. with an iPad right. in his hand. Well, not since the first Guardian. So now he's got whatever his version of an iPad is, the whole movie in front of his face, which I thought was hysterical because literally oh, yeah. looking down at it and it was reminded me of my son just walking around with a phone <laughs> in front of his face. But uh, so when he's like the whole back and forth thing, I was like, wait a minute, I can, you know, and then when he went and, you know, made his arm the thing and chopped his, his other arm off, so it became the handle. And then when Thor's finger started, like, I was getting so excited sitting in the seat. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, he's going to, he's coming back, he's coming back. And when he, when he, uh, when he called the, the axe, the Stormbringer, and it came to him, the theater I was in went, like, everybody went, berser- literally went berserk. People were cheering. It was like the end of, like, a, a, a sporting event. People were going nuts, clapping and everything. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, it got worse my... when he got to Wakanda. That's when yes. I feel really. So let's talk a little bit about what's happening in Wakanda before we talk about Thor coming in. Yes, cause... absolutely. You got to set it All up. Right. <laughs> so, right, exactly. So they're they've taken Vision there, right? Because yes. they're going they can extract the Mind Stone from him without killing him. Right. Because oh the... yeah, yeah. Because my that's theater where... got the loudest cheer for Shuri of anybody when oh she gosh, showed she's up. Awesome. Yeah. And I haven't cool. Black Panther yet either. So a lot of this was me neither. Me. Yeah, same here. Same for me. But it was great, and it still worked. It like still you got worked. Like an right. Instant sense of who these characters and the place was. Yes, exactly. And. So they've and I and then they had that really cool force field over the entire place, and then they're being attacked by not Thanos yet, right? No, but but the, like all these of his people and those like weird demi dog things, death beasts that they had. There. Which all I could think was they really need Yondu's arrow because yes. then you go flung, 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 exactly. and like, kill all of the dogs. But right, that would have been too easy, I suppose. Yes, um, you know, so. Everybody, and that's where you get that huge, like, intro scene with all of the Avengers, essentially. Pretty much. Yeah, because then Hulk is, well, Hulk wasn't he's Hulk. He's in the promo. He's, yeah, no. he's, he's in, the, he's in like, the war machine Bruce thing. is there. Bruce is there. Oh which, which there's Bruce a. Bruce trying to call out Hulk. Was what do you mean, stick. no? What do you mean, no? And, you know, and, and in my thinking on that, which I think we, I don't know if we talked about it on here or I talked about it with somebody else. So, I think Hulk won't come out because... Earlier in the movie, he got basically his got his he got him. his ass kicked by Thanos, and that's never happened to Hulk before. So I think yeah. Hulk was scared to face him. 
So mm-hmm. one of the greatest lines of his greatest line is, and I don't remember where it was on Wakanda, I believe. And he's in the war machine suit, and he's and he's fight, and he's trying to get Hulk to come out. And Tony's like, "Come on, we can re- you know we really need him." What do you, do? you know? And he, Hulk keeps saying no, and he's like, "Fine, I'll do it myself, you big green a hole." <laughs> I was like, "Yes." Oh, I love man. how he's like, "We've got to have a conversation about this, buddy." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. See it. it the sim- the symbolism behind it of the Hulk not coming out was, I think, I think was great because it's. Sh- I mean, you know, Banner's not it a fighter. It made him He's more a- of a character too because right. Hulk has never really been a character. No, not at all. Just, just big green smash. It's just been gre- right, exactly. <laughs> but no, so- I'll, no, no. Back to Ragnarok. True, Hulk, true. Hulk was that whole scene where they're in Hulk's chambers and him and Thor are going back and forth and they're making fun of each other. That is fantastic. That is true. That is true. Thor, go again. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like seeing more Bruce in yes. in fight mode. Yeah, definitely. I, I like Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. I think he's really funny. Yeah, I've um, never seen any of the other Hulk movies, but I I like him as as Hulk too. So I didn't see the one with Edward Norton, so I don't I don't know. So we're in this dire situation. The barrier has been breached. Thanos is coming. Well, they They've, opened it. They let them right. in because then they were trying to like funnel them in. Funnel them in instead of have them break down the, the back way and come in to right. get vision, which ended up happening anyway. Right. Or he kind of climbed off the bed and was trying to escape just so they yeah. could get him. But yeah, so there it's complete and utter chaos on the other side. Like the the current Avengers fighting on the ground are all getting double, triple, quadruple teamed. Everybody's kind of pinned down and it seems like the end is, you know, upon them. And does Wanda enter the field before Thor or after Thor? Uh, she's I think before. Before, but before. isn't she in the? I think she's, she's in before. there with Vision for a while. She's in there with Vision, but then she's because then her and Black Widow take on the uh, female. Uh, you said Proxima. her name, uh, yeah. Proxima, and they end up not killing her, but they kill the other big guy because they drag him into the uh, into the force field and they kind of drag him around until he explodes or whatever. So right. well, yeah, she she saw that everybody was getting desperate, so she had to jump out and then she was going to come back right for vision that's right, right that's right yeah so then and then but then they flood in with sheree right R- yes sheree? i think so yeah because then she comes at, right yep all right so we're in this desperate situation and then you hear a crackle oh yeah right yes <laughs> oh yeah. oh man this uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, like like Adrian said it too. Like her theater went nuts. The, the people went even more nuts than when they when he called his the new axe to his fingers. I mean, this place yes. was. I and mean, it's like you knew it was coming. You knew that was the whole point. Yes, but, but you, there's so much chaos that you almost forgot he was out there. It, it, that's right, exactly. So you alluded to it before, and this is what I wanted to mention because I immediately thought of it while this scene was happening, and I can't wait because I didn't like say it anywhere because I was, I'm sure other people have thought of it, but I was like very proud of myself that I. Th- so that scene, the only thing that was missing was a great, mu- a great song, some sort of it needed anything, a heavy metal song, some sort of hard rock something, <laughs> but it reminded me of in Guardians Two when Yondu gets his fin back and he's and he wrecks shop with the arrow like you said before on right. with, with rocket 
to all the people who betrayed him. It's the same. Mm-hmm. It parallels that scene to me as one of like the greatest scenes in these movies because I love that scene. <laughs> and the music and the song they choose, which is an oldie song by Jay and the Americans, you know, come a little bit closer, which kind of, it makes no sense, but it makes complete sense because it's like irony all over. Yeah. I'd almost so, forgotten about that one. When I think about his arrow, I always think of when they're in that field. Um, right. And he's in the surrounded beginning. by like, is it at the picket? I can't remember. But anyway, right. but yeah, when he dusts like 20 of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it reminded so me of that scene. On the ship. Yeah, it was because it was after Groot and Rocket rescue him. And they get, mm-hmm. and Groot is dragging everything. That's where he gets the eye. Right. Groot takes the guy's eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, that scene was phenomenal. I love that when they do that in movies. They need it because you know that's not the end of the movie anyway. But they need a right. scene like that where the good guys look like they're that's they're dominating. Everybody's on the cusp of kicking ass. Them. You know, Thor comes in and just sends that axe through. You know, whatever hundreds of thousands of those things. Even though they keep pouring in, but it's just like a moment of, all right, <laughs> we've got support now. You know, lightning bolts shooting everywhere. It's it's I don't know. It's just as good as it as in Ragnarok when he does it in the beginning, but then when he does it again in, in the end, like we talked about, and you know he starts. <laughs> I love in Ragnarok. I love the the cinematography is great when they pan way out and they just show mm-hmm. him walking across the uh, the ice bridge, and it's just like mm-hmm. random lightning bolts coming down, <laughs> destroying those those beasts yeah. and, and and stuff flying everywhere. Because then the other good part about that scene is is that when Groot. Because uh, then Groot starts fighting. Like, he starts, like, in the first one, yeah. where he sends his arm through, like, 15 guys oh my gosh. and starts smacking and, them around and everything. <laughs> and he looks at Captain America and goes, I am Groot. And he yeah. goes, I am Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers that's and right. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the chaos, there were some good lines. There were some good comedic stuff in, in there, which was great. You know, the Rocket and Bucky stuff and, and, the, right. one, and the one-liners like that. It's fabulous. So in the meantime, if all of this happens, somehow Vision gets down to Wanda, right? Yeah, in the forest. In the forest. Somehow they end up together again. Right. Yeah. And, and he, he basically says, Wanda, you're the only one strong enough to destroy the Mind Stone. Right. Which See, means then, you're going to have to kill me, your boyfriend. And I got major Buffy the Vampire flashbacks. <laughs> Buffy had to kill Angel. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I see that season part. Season two, it's awesome. I don't know. That part irked me because I thought it went on a little too long with her with the no, no. And the, 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 the dramatic part of that bugged me because I don't care for that. And those kind of movies just, okay, I get it. They were their boyfriend and girlfriend. They had that whole scene in, in Paris or wherever the hell it was supposed to be, you know, earlier in the movie when they first came and tried to take him or whatever. Right. But at that stage of the movie, it's like, uh, okay, that's enough. We don't have time for this. That's so enough. Don't... That's enough lady. Your character is but kind of expendable anyway. Not... Super so, involved in their relationship, either. Me neither. I've always I, kind of been grossed out about it. I could care less about either one of those characters, so it didn't matter how that was going to end to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they were just trying to get you all sad and, and worried and realizing this isn't going to go the way you think it's going to go. But I agree, right. they could have done it in like half the amount of time. Yeah, yeah and it I wasn't long. It. it was maybe two minutes of back and forth, but like thirty seconds. Like her saying it like one time no, and getting teary eyed yeah. would have been fine. And it's all right. Come on, lady. When you have 800 characters happening at the same time, you yeah. can't. Yeah, you didn't need to waste right. too much time on that. But other, you know. But she wastes him, right? Like, she destroys the Mind Stone. And then Thanos shows up and goes, oh, poor thing. Too bad. And uses the Time Stone to undo it all and kill and, him And himself. pull it, right. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Pretty much. Because I remember that when I was 
of course, reading commentary afterward, everybody was like, oh my gosh, poor Wanda. And I was like, yeah, that really would have sucked yeah. if I cared more about her character. Exactly. But, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, but at that point, it was an inevitability. It was the only stone he didn't have. Exactly. We're not 10 minutes away from the end of the movie to right. not have him get it. Exactly. So, right. Right. Which is completely different than how I started the movie. Because at the beginning of the movie, I thought, well, I wonder which one he's not going to get. Right. Yeah. And which, by yeah. the end, I'm like, well, sucks for y'all because it's coming. Yeah. It's, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, that sounds bad, but. No, I know. But that's, I mean, you know, at that point, like the realization sets it all, all over. It's like, oh, boy. And so he gets the six stones. He, he loves his power for a minute. And then Thor shows up again with his Thanos killing right. weapon. And you're like, oh, yay. You know, the good guys are going to win after all. And no. Not so much. Nope. Not I mean, much. he does damage him pretty good, I guess. He does. Yeah. But then what, what does he say? You should have went for the head. Gone for the head. Right. Yeah. And well, then he that... does his snap. Right. And that's it. And that's it. How terrible would it have been if the movie had ended right there? Like if he had snapped and With then the gone snap? to black. Yeah. I think people would have lost their collective minds more than they already did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because oh, then it's crap. just like then it's like serious not knowing what the hell happened. And then like yeah. how would you how would how would you do that? Like the other the new movie would have to open up like with that scene and then like yeah. So, I mean, even I'm though I'm glad that they did it the way they did. I mean, Yes. I left the theater dejected and questioning all of my life choices yeah. up to that point. <laughs> I, I was exhausted. <laughs> I was. I was exhausted, too. Was exhausted. That's a good thing. <laughs> I mean, did, any, did anybody else's theaters, when the movie was over, did anybody clap? Yes, no, we did. We didn't. We all we sat not. in silence. We or were in we, silence. No, maybe we. Maybe people clapped at the end of the bonus. I think some yeah, people, people might have. clapped at the end of Marvel, of Captain Marvel. Yeah, that's when people scene. clapped. No, because and and when nobody um, moved after the after the end scene when the credits started rolling, nobody moved. It was like you could have heard a penny moved. drop. Besides the music, yeah. But. Like I didn't even talk to Christopher when it ended. I was just like <laughs> staring at the screen. Yeah. No, I know that's a, <laughs> me too. We didn't say a word until we got into the car. Yeah. You just have to process things for a little bit. Well, so I you know, love the detail, though, that out. after he did his snap, like, the gauntlet was visibly damaged. Yes. Like, doing something that powerful, even with literally the power of the universe in your hand. Right. It was all screwed up. Yeah. So there's, like, no physical entity that can really, truly hold Harness that all that. Right. Yeah. Well, and Thor had got a good hit on Thanos himself too. Cause then, you know, when he's, right. wa when he's walking to enjoy his peaceful, he's got a heavy limp. Yeah. Noticeable limp. I don't okay. Remember. And that really happened, right? Or was that again in his brain? I don't know. It could, it could go either way. It could have been, that's what he was dreaming about ever since what happened. You because know, he told Gamora that when he's, everything's done, he just wants to go sit and sit watch a sun. Yes. Or something, right? And enjoy the, the peacefulness that he created or the uh, right. balance that he created, which is what he does. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's rea real or not. Because that's, that's, that's it. The that's other the thing that I loved about Thanos is that, yes, his method clearly was ridiculous and wrong and mad. But it's like he didn't want to do these things. He felt like it was his duty right. to do this. And yep. he really did want to just have it be over yeah it's just what it seemed like you just wanted to get it yeah. done with 
Because he could have killed lots of people. He could have killed Tony anyway. Oh, he, absolutely. You know, and he didn't because well, that, he was going to let the universe and the snap decide who right who disappeared. Well, the only thing, the only ones he did was on the uh, on the foundry thing because that's what uh, that character said. Like he told me he would right. he he wouldn't harm anybody if I made him his gauntlet. Right. So he made he made the gauntlet and he said and he killed everybody anyway. And I forgot why he said he left him alive. Because he did a good thing, because he spared him, so. because he made him the he made it, because he made the gauntlet for him. I believe. I forgot what how he how he had put it, but and oh gosh, what else was I gonna say? Oh, and Loki. I think he enjoyed killing Loki. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he's got him by the throat, and Loki tries mm -hmm. to you know stab him with his right. And he said that. His... What was it? Um. I pledge you my undying devotion. Yeah, exactly. It's funny yeah. to use the word undying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he. I think he enjoyed that a little bit. But probably. I. I think so. Yeah. So then the snap and half of the universe is gone. Yep. And we're left with the OG Avengers essentially. Right. Tony, Black Widow, Captain America is still there. Yep. Hulk is still there. Hulk, Hulk is there. Um, Rocket. Rhodes, right? Falcon <gasps> disappeared. Yes. But War Machine, but is, still War Machine there. is still there. Yep. Even though he's not an original Avenger, but. No, but still. And Thor. And well, he's Thor. been there since Iron Man, though, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Thor. And then and then the Guardians, you got Rocket and. Rocket's Star the only one left. Star Lord disappeared, too? Yep, Star Lord disappeared. Because remember, the only one left on Titan is. Tony. Oh, that's right. It's only Tony, right? The yeah. Drac, so Mantis, and right. Peter all disappeared. All disappeared. Gamora's dead, supposedly. Right. Uh, Nebula, we don't know. Right. <laughs> we don't remember what the hell happened to her. I don't remember what happened to her. I think we've done pretty well if she's the only one we've forgotten. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, it. I don't. What was the last scene? Was it just him in the sunset? Yes. It was okay. him. He sat down. He looked out to the sunset, and then yeah, and then it you know fade to black. And then the end scene. I don't know. I know I'm supposed to be excited about Captain Marvel, but I don't know anything about her. I don't know anything about her either. But supposedly she's supposedly because I read something about there was something similar about Thanos's father and Captain Marvel. Hmm. So I guess she's like old. Like comic wise, or like in what in... is she? Anyone I know? I, don't, I just Captain liked Marvel. that Nick Fury was back. That's what I cared about oh at the last scene. Well, he was back for thirty seconds. <laughs> I'm still holding on to that they're gonna undo this somehow, and he's gonna be back. I like. <laughs> I, I, I like I how think he they will. I like honestly. how he got to say uh, "mother effer" or almost all of it. <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost. Um, so, what do y'all think is gonna happen in the next movie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because other than be really hard to guess other than just an, a flat out just another war against him except they all kind of work together and use the same tricks and stuff to try to get the gauntlet or maybe because the gauntlet's damaged he, he can't wield that its power I, I have no clue how to how to integrate this storyline into another movie to bring characters back that they were going to bring back and and have a plot for another two and a half hours. Like, I don't know what the hell... Something has to happen early on in the movie that sets up what everybody needs to do or whoever's left needs to do. So you got no... You got no wizard left, sorcerer, as, as they were calling him. You got nobody that has any power anymore except for Thor. 
if Ant-Man comes back, then he has a little bit of a power. Right, but there's no stones, like... But there's no nothing that would match the gauntlet. Like, mean. no, but like how... Nobody can control any of those stones. It's like, Doctor Strange is gone, so even if somehow they got the time stone back for him to reverse stuff, because he's the only one who knows how to use it, unless Wong comes in somehow... Oh, yeah. It, he, did we see him disappear or not? I don't think so. I don't think we did. They, after he said he had to go protect the Sanctum because it was left unguarded after uh, Doctor Strange left, like, they, nothing else. I don't remember seeing him turn to ash at all. So, I don't know. I mean, he's he's a he's a factor in it. Uh, Nebula, we assume, is still out there somewhere. Does she, you know, as her last act get get the stones released or do something to split them all up. I don't know. Like, is it like one of those things where like, if, if they get the gauntlet off of him and like destroy it, do all the stones scatter to other parts of the universe and they have to go find them and try to fix stuff. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I have no clue. Cause I never read any of the comics and I know there was a whole dedicated Thanos series of comics, I believe that just dealt with him and, and his, and a lot of what happened in this movie, I guess, but I don't know how any of that ended or where it went. So I'm sure speculation will start and, you know, I don't know. As the cast of characters becomes released, you know what I mean? As you start finding that, then maybe we can figure other stuff out. I don't know how they're going to, you know, how do they keep that a secret? Because that kind of sucks because as they start filming and doing stuff and stuff gets confirmed and leaked out and stuff, it's like... You know, you go on IMDb and you can see who's going to be in the movie. You're like, okay, this one's coming back. This one's coming back. This one's not. Unless they, they just have Hiddleston listed. Unless they just lie and put everybody back. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I mean, they, they do. They could do that. Even if it's a flashback or the recap at the beginning. Right, right, right. And yeah. since it's technically a part two, I guess you could still list them even if they were just in part one. True. Yeah. So, so. Uh, yeah, but, but plot wise and how it's going to, I have no clue. I really have no idea. On either, but I I'm leaning towards the Tony Stark is very important. Yes, I'm. I'm yeah, judging by the fact that mo- that we all know, or though you know, if you've if you've read anything as of recent of it, we know that both Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. are are done after the next movie. Neither both their contracts expire, and neither one of them have a desire to renew. So we can only assume that the two of them are an integral part in whatever final scene or some sort of battle with him to end it you know so unfortunately for those characters but right we can only speculate that only what we know of you know what we've heard that way you know and you know contract wise real life stuff but then again who the hell actually knows what's gonna happen you know if if they're gonna be killed off or if they're going to just be that's it i'm retiring don't talk to me you know don't call me again i'm throwing it's away interesting my transponder. That the cast list has changed for the next one on yeah. DB. It used to have Tom Hiddleston and he's no longer listed. You just have Thanos, Captain Marvel, Nebula, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, The Wasp, Black Widow, Bucky Barnes, Black Panther, Drax, Hulk, Ant-Man. We'll see, but Bucky's listed. He's one of them that disintegrated. Yeah, so is Black Panther. They can't have him disappear after the quadrillion dollars that that movie just, just started. Made. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm not worried about the snap people. I'm really not. Somehow they will come no. back. 
Right. I agree. So the only three people that I think are up in the air are Loki, Gamora, and Vision. Right. Only because only because they seemed definite and they weren't involved in the snap part. Right. Right. You know, the pre-snap people that I'm like, eh, I don't know. They're probably probably done for the series, but yeah, who knows? There's still so many unfinished storylines, I guess, that need to be resolved somehow. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. They've definitely had to keep us coming back. Yep, and I mean, there's tons of stuff floating around about theories and what's this and what's that, you know, uh, and, and, and who may come back and why this happened. And I spent like the next two days on Reddit reading all of the commentary, and there were, the when I stopped reading, there were 10 different threads on Reddit that each had 10,000 comments apiece. I believe it. <laughs> I didn't make it through everything, clearly. But, so it's, this is going to give us Marvel fans Oh, it's going to be insane. Of conversation. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I know. It's it's ridiculous. I don't see Agent Hill or Fury, Fury. listed in this list right. either. I didn't see him either. So, it'll, we'll see. Right. We'll see. I'll definitely be there for it. But 10 out of 10, would see again. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> huh. See, now I'm just reading something quick that's uh, not making me feel better about the, next, <laughs> the movie. Thanks. So I'm just going to read a quick uh, synopsis of it. So it says, uh, How Infinity War set up Avengers 4 for a more epic and brutal ending. So it says, probably lots of thoughts about the ending of Infinity War, even though... The conclusive turn of events is almost definitely going to be reversed. How It is still a genuinely shocking moment. True. He said, so with so many dying at his hand, by the time the little, literal dust settled, it was hard to keep track of those who had vanished. But it's not those who disappeared fans should be worried about. It's those who were left behind who are in far more danger. Because Marvel just set up the original Avengers for a heroic and permanent goodbye in Avengers 4. We saw five of the original Avengers survive Thanos' grand extermination. Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, Bruce Banner, and Thor did not get snapped out of existence. And there's almost a 0% chance Hawkeye vanished off-screen since it would be a total betrayal to have such important character meet his end without a proper farewell. In other words, all six original Avengers are still around, and there are six Infinity Stones. I can go on and read the rest of the article, but, uh, yeah. (gasps) I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that either. And I will say, I also saw maybe on Twitter today that um, those six characters have all gotten a new tattoo that is a combination of the Avengers A and the six. So I just wonder if that's a, we've really enjoyed our time together. But isn't there a Black uh, Widow movie coming? Well, I don't think it's the end of the Avengers by any means. Right. No, it's going to be like a retooling of them, though. Like the next generation. Well, they did that and... in the comic books. I mean, this yeah. is only speculation. This was on a right. nerd. This is a nerdist article, so who the hell knows? Okay, but... and let me tell you something else that I just realized. Harley Keener. You remember that name? No. No. Played by Ty Simpkins. He was the boy in Iron Man 3. I didn't see the third one. 
He's listed in the credits for the next Avenger movie. Huh. Really? So interesting that maybe he takes the place of uh, Tony Stark and the Avengers, maybe. I don't know. Uh, oh, here's the thing about Black Widow. Didn't you, who just said that there's a Black Widow movie? Me, Adrian. Okay. It said, of course, we must also consider an only partial team sacrifice, as there have been recent talks of a Black Widow movie, not to mention the fact that Thor, as a god, may have the power to wield as a stone or two. Nevertheless, we're gearing up for an ending that is bound to crush us in one way or another, but one that would also be amazing. So, I don't know. What is it? What... what possible better ending could the greatest heroes get than making the greatest sacrifice for the greatest cause and after a decade of having dubious stakes marvel would cap with the most epic conclusion ever so i don't know and then it says uh and this doesn't even get into specifically awful moments like who will be sacrificed for the soul stone dr strange knew the only way to beat thanos was to let him win so as long as tony survived but this is just gearing up to have him sacrifice himself later on, as he nearly did at the end of the Avengers, question mark, and perhaps in front of Steve Rogers before or after they've properly patched things up. So this is all just like we're doing here, speculation theory and who knows. But it makes a lot of sense if you think about it, I guess. It just sucks. Thor's a god. He will not die. <laughs> Anybody else I don't care about? I know. <laughs> not true, but... <laughs> I, I would get it if they were trying to usher in a bunch of new characters and it's like out with the old in with the new. I, I get it. Or maybe retire, you know what I mean? Retire them and not... Because Iron Man's been in... I mean, besides his standalone movies and the Avengers movies, he's been in a he bunch of the a, other ones, right? He, for he sure. In, he was in Spider-Man, right? And all the, you know... Civil War. Then, yeah, I was saying Civil War. So he's you know, saying it's almost the evolution of Tony Stark, and that's right. why I'm on the side of he's going to be very important. I'm 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 with you too. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, these things are going to float around for the next year, and and you can read a million different uh, things on it and set yourself down a gigantic rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> so. Who knows? No, I have a feeling this whole new this next movie is going to go down a giant rabbit hole. Hey, they somehow held this one together, and I don't know why I ever had doubts because, I mean, twenty plus characters to keep yeah. straight, and I mean it it made a cohesive movie. Absolutely, we can't talk about it cohesively, but the movie felt cohesive. No, that's right. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It flowed well, <laughs> even though there was some jumping around back and forth, and they didn't seem to spend. Like, the time was equal, it seemed, between each group trying to do what they were doing to get to Thanos or their individual battles with Thanos before, like, the giant ending thing, it seemed like. no, Like, nobody had more of a prominent role, I guess, than anybody else, I don't think. Uh, I mean, I think the Thor thing was pretty epic, him getting a, a proper weapon back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe maybe just because I'm a Thor fanboy. I guess Captain America with his shields, which, I don't know, I thought those were kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. He's just so out of his character. But I did read somewhere else too. Man, people, there's like people know so much about this stuff. I guess it's the same thing about you know knowledge of Star Wars or pirates or any of these other things. But so, and I'll have to pay attention when I watch the movie. So I guess there's certain parts. 
I guess maybe it must be during the Wakanda battle towards the end. So Captain America, he has this, this, the new suit he has. It's kind of black. It's not the old red, white, and blue with the stripes and everything else. But I guess there's a scene where his, his battle suit is damaged or whatever. And underneath, you can see the scales and part of the original costume. So mm-hmm. they were saying that that kind of means that maybe like you girls were saying that he's kind of turning back to what he was in his first movie instead of this kind of uh, whatever that he turned into in Civil War and stuff. So that he's still holding on to that original Captain America persona, so to say. He just maybe didn't know what to do with it because of being asleep for 70 years and being thrown into this world and the war and everything. So I don't know. I, I forgot where I had read that, but I'd read a piece about that. I was like... I'd have to rewatch the movie and, and actually see it for myself. But I don't know how the hell people pick these things up when they watch these well, things for the first time. I can barely grasp the original plot, let alone Easter eggs and secondary <laughs> callbacks to, you know, four movies ago. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have had time to, like, sit down and watch them all beforehand. But... Me too. Well, I know Black Panther comes out, I think, on the 8th on DVD. Yeah, and digital and everything else. So I'm definitely going to be uh, watching that one night on Netflix or Prime or whatever the hell it's going to come on. Uh, See, I'm a part of the Disney Movie Club, which I know is really dumb. but I I was for a long time. (laughs) Well, you know, you had to build up your Disney collection when you have kids, right? Yes, that's what we did. But (laughs) now it's just like, oh, hey, look, Thor came this month. And so next month, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be oh, hey, look, Black Panther. It's going to be Black Panther, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and we have in our house from years of the Disney movie club and saving those points and putting all those codes in, we have eight quadrillion lithographs from all those damn movies that we just have in a pile in a cabinet somewhere. Cause uh-huh. we would always get the ones that came with the lithographs. And then my mo- my mother, when she used to order the movies forever ago from Disney store on the pre-order would uh, also do the same thing and order with the lithographs. So she's got a bazillion of those things too. <laughs> I can Hey. Pop- well, 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 look Hi. who's here. I know. Well, we're done. So how are you? <laughs> I'm doing awesome. You know, a little late to the party, but that's okay. That's okay. Better late than never. All right. So since you're just jumping in. So <laughs> oh, did Adrian read all my um, theories on Facebook? <laughs> no. <laughs> but somehow she has managed to combine Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. And Marvel Cinematic Universe, so both Fox and lady. Disney, as only Melanie can do. <laughs> My mind is a crazy place. Please don't try to understand it. I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. But all right, so we just where kinda, is it going? <laughs> yeah, we just okay, kind of. Uh, Melanie, did you also think that that was drunk, depressed Tyrion when Peter Dinklage showed up? He was a little sad. He was alone. All his friends had died. He was very gimly. Again, crossing cannon. Yes. He's very sad. They should have killed him when they left. It would have been merciful because they just left him alone again. There there doesn't look to be too many food sources on that little iron (laughs) planet he's on. It's very sad. Oh, Melanie makes a... All right, so you reminded me something. I'm just reading the stuff you and Adrian were talking about. So Uh saying that Dr... (laughs) Strange wanted to die because he knew everything was going to happen because he wanted to meet that. So that's that's I'd said it before that the, I'd read something about Thanos's father and 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 Lady Death, who I guess mm-hmm. is even more powerful than Thanos and everything else. And her that's not Thanos's mother, but she had something to do with 
not his create. I don't okay. know. I didn't read the whole backstory. Okay, but I'm not a comic book person. So forgive me, comic book people, if I am messing this up a thousand percent. This is just something that I read that Lady Death was kind of a, a being that he was enamored of and yes. that he wanted to court and killing all of these people, you know, half of the known universe is going to get her attention. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I read something similar. her to pay attention to him. And he thinks death is the way to attract death. To do it. Gotcha. And Dr. Strange, I am sure, knows this. He, he probably saw, saw 14 it. billion. Billion. Yeah. Billion. Not <laughs> yeah. million. No, billion. billion. That's right. And he <laughs> obviously is, you know, if he dies, then he obviously is going to have access to Lady Death. Right, right, right. I'm thinking uh, that he said because he said this is he knew the only way forward. Right, was to give the stone. And if he knows right. the only way forward, then he's going to follow that path, and that path included right. him giving the stone to Thanos. Right. But why he didn't use the stone before that, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. No, that doesn't make no any sense. Idea. That's a big old plot hole. But whatever, that's Marvel plot holes galore. Oh, that's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. So who knows? I mean, there's there's really... There's so many ways it can there's go. There's so many ways it can go. I hope it doesn't go Days of Future Past where they just reset time and nothing happened. Because it was kind of hard to get emotionally attached to any of those deaths because you're like, they're killing too many people with contracts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, right, okay, right. he's got a movie, he's got a movie. Right. They're I think not we, killing them. We were just saying that I, yeah. I think the only ones that are probably somewhat definite were... Uh, Vision, possibly Loki, and Gamora, Gamora. In, her, in her physical think, sense. But I think she's gonna her her soul or spirit is gonna live on through the Soul Stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anybody who didn't die an ashtray death, right? Right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah. No, Voldemort death, right? Yeah, the Voldemort <laughs> death, where he like scatters into a bajillion yeah. pieces. Yeah, and that's why I'm you know. There's always that thought, whether it's Gamora being the new soul stone or there's a stone out there that we don't know about. Like we said, we were, <laughs> we've been calling them horcruxes around here. <laughs> you know, when the universe created itself, it split itself into six horcruxes. But maybe there was a seventh. We don't know. You know, and then we started calling it the one stone to rule them all. So we were going Lord of the Rings there, too. But so there, there's something coming, whether it's death, whether it's another stone, whether it's Gamora accessing the power of the stone that Thanos already has. There, there's ah. going to be something mystical, something that's not that we can see. I found something interesting that that kind of parallels what Madeline just said, but but uh, kind of sheds some light on it. So mm-hmm. so death, which is the it's the character's name, I guess as it uh, appeared in the original comics. So it seemed mm-hmm. like 1982 is when it introduced into first appearance was in a Captain Marvel comic in 1973. So elaborate storyline in this Captain Marvel showcases Thanos' scheme to conquer the universe as the character becomes determined to prove his love for death by destroying all life. Although mm-hmm. Thanos obtains the artifact called the cosmic cube Succeeds in taking control of the universe. Death abandons the character 
when he is defeated by the combined might of Captain Marvel, Drax the Destroyer, and the Avengers. So this was the comic book version of it. Two, okay, so... Two Marvel, and it says, two Marvel annuals feature Thanos as he tries to woo death back, courtesy of the Infinity Gems, which he plans to extinguish every star in the galaxy, blah, 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 blah. And it goes on to, you know, Thanos returns to the character and mm -hmm. introduces him to death. And it goes on and on. Oh, the Grandmaster's in this, too. And so oh, and, the, and, the, <laughs> and the Collector. Well, this is the comic. Right. This is the but, comic. So what leads Credence to the fact of death? I mean, other than she's in the comic books, you know, she is canon. What leads Credence to her coming back now that you say that her first appearance was in Captain Marvel? Think about the end credit scene. Oh, absolutely. What, yes. Who was he calling? He was calling, He's Captain, calling Marvel. Captain Marvel. Right. So if she's coming back, it, it, it stands to think that death is coming and they're going to be the ones to, you know, with half of the Avengers gone, they're going to have to lead. This, right. You know, I mean, this thing goes on to just have, a simple tribe that they are right now. I mean, everything is canon in this because this goes on to say there's Silver Surfer is entwined in it somehow. Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool. Yep. Deadpool, like... Although Deadpool already has his own Thanos now. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to see how that works out. Very interesting. So this thing could go freaking anywhere. It really could. And I mean, I was reading something this week about Marvel just now tapping into the magical side. What, you know, the mystical arts that Doctor Strange has access to. Some of the things that the Scarlet Witch, some of her powers. They're really right. starting to explain things that aren't just physical. Anymore. I like that, he though. Because it makes sense with the Marvel character. Because they're superheroes. It's all fiction. You know what I mean? It, because you're dealing with magical stones. You can't beat right. magical stones with muscle. To me, this is more... It's more believable and works better for me than than the Force stuff with Star Wars. And I know mm -hmm. that probably doesn't sit right with a lot of people, but hey, it just does. Mm -hmm. It just flows better. They're, they're doing it better. <laughs> well, and there's, and there's a lot more artifacts besides the Infinity Stones, too. Yes. There most definitely is. So, yeah. so we'll mm. see. I mean, it, it could go a lot of ways. I, I think we all have high expectations. This At this moment, maybe a year's worth of time will temper them because we know that Marvel will never make us a 100% happy. No, of course not. <laughs> it, does, it just won't happen. So I'm hoping over the next year we're kind of all cool down off of our geek highs that we're on right now. <laughs> they better re they, they better re-release this movie in theaters before the other one comes out. <laughs> it's a high likelihood that they will or do double features and things oh, like that. Oh, that would be fantastic. I'd totally sit in a theater money. for six hours and watch both of these movies. Exactly. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. Exactly. I, I think well, some theaters will probably get a hold of that. Kind of like when they did the Harry Potter ones way back right. when Harry Potter 7 and 7.1 and 7.2, as I call them, when those yeah. came out, they right, had back-to-back right. -back showings. So hopefully, you never hmm. know. No, you never know. We'll find out. You never, I it, mean, because we want it and we've said it, it won't happen. Right, exactly. The good thing is there's a wealth of um, independent movies and continuation movies being Guardians 3 and... Mm -hmm. Uh, who knows? Spider-Man. Another, there's another Spider-Man, right. A possible Black Widow movie, which I don't know how you can make a whole movie about her. She's kind of a boring character. I guess I know there's a lot of background with her and she. Oh, and I stuff. don't think it's as boring as you think it is. No, it probably yeah. isn't. But I see. I, I think they've made her more boring than she actually is. Yeah. Probably. Because I, they I, haven't given us enough of her. She just kind of comes in from time to time. Right. I watched the original and Avengers says, hey, big again. Guy. 
the other night, and I was like, boy, they've come a long way with these movies, because that one was hard to get through again. Like, after watching, like, Ragnarok and Civil War, mm-hmm. that first Avengers movie's kind of tough. I was like, man, it's... The it's, second one's got to be harder, then. I, I, I haven't I, seen it yet. I have to see it just for content mm. point, but I, oh. I have not... I haven't seen Ultron, but um, I guess... I won't say it's as bad as Clone Wars when it comes to, like, a part two, but oh, I it, should hope not. <laughs> it's not much better. Have but low, I, low expectations of Avengers well, I too. do because that's what I've heard, but I but I also have heard that <laughs> Well then Dark, it won't be that bad. I've heard that Dark World wasn't that great either, but but information wise, it's a good filler. Like there's a lot of stuff in it that you can get out of it. Well yeah, I enjoyed Dark World. It wasn't like great. Right. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as I think some people I guess I had my expectations met because I kept them low, Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. No, I hear you. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I just need to watch these because I've never seen them, so I at least got to watch them once. Look, Avengers Infinity War didn't have a shirtless Thor scene unless I was out getting a refill. <laughs> it had a better than shirtless Thor scene. It had him coming in and wrecking shop with his new Stormbringer axe. <laughs> oh. I did like the combination of him and Rocket. The rabbit. Oh, him and fun. rabbit. The rabbit. <laughs> I loved even better, and we talked about it earlier, that he never corrected Rocket. I mean, Rocket never corrected him. Whereas, like, every other time they called him a a rat or a raccoon or whatever, he would get all pissy. Like, he not once even, like, got upset about Thor calling him Rabbit. More power, Rabbit! Whatever he wants to. (laughs) I'd watch that standalone movie any day. Yeah, yeah. That and Hulk and (laughs) Spider-Man. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Old genius and annoying young genius yep. going at it. Oh, that would be entertaining. Well, I'm sorry I missed the whole conversation, but I'm glad I jumped in. Yeah, I'm glad you did too. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, I don't know. I, I I think I'm I'm exhausted myself. I think of this. <laughs> You're all injured out. I've been waiting like a week. <laughs> Infinity and beyond. I had such a crappy day at work today. I was like, I can't wait till tonight so I can just. Let it out. Just, yeah. Oh, man. I think with that, we're going to wrap this one up. And I hope everybody enjoyed that. I hope you all heeded the warnings at the beginning that this was spoiler full. So don't get <laughs> mad at us if you listened and you didn't and you heard stuff you didn't want to. We said it. I will type it in big, bold letters. That will be the title of this <laughs> this episode. Spoiler Spoilers. Infinity War. <laughs> so... Anyway, thank you for listening, and we will talk to everybody next week. Hey, I just wanted to remind everybody that uh, it is getting closer to that time for the Indy Disney, Indianapolis Disney meet here in uh, Noblesville, Indiana, next August. Uh, but before that, uh, the our friends over at Behind the Ears podcast are going to be doing a marathon podcast on May 19th from 11 a.m. to who knows. They say it'll be at least nine hours. So if you want to listen to that live, uh, that podcast will be to benefit Give Kids the World and the Indianapolis Disney Meet. So I thought everybody might be interested in that. So give them a listen. Uh, They're really good guys over there. And uh, hope you uh, enjoy.
follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com, where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Spectral Magic.